0: back to the Libraries and Weight Rooms podcast. My name is DJ Liguori, and today we are going to talk about something that everybody has probably experienced in their own way. Some of us probably experience it more than others, depending upon different experiences, different ideas around self-image, self-confidence, and I think really just kind of our overall attitude and behavior. And today what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about social anxiety. Now, I've talked about social anxiety, I think, in either the third or the fourth podcast that I did, but I want to kind of hit back on it because I accidentally stumbled upon an experiment that I did with myself around social anxiety. And it was exactly, it turned out exactly the way that I thought it was going to turn out. And it made me totally rethink those moments of when I have gotten anxious in social settings. I'll be the first person to tell you this. Yes, I have gotten anxious before in social settings, whether it was at a bar, whether it was at a restaurant, a graduation party, maybe it was at a concert, right? When we feel social anxiety start to creep into our life, it's really the opportunity for us to be judged by other people, whether those are people that we know well or whether those are people that we don't know that well. It's just an opportunity for them to have an opinion about us. Now, whether that opinion is good or bad, Is up to them, right? Everybody sees the world through their own prism, right? Everybody sees the world through their own perception, and somebody could think you're the greatest person ever, and another person could think you're a piece of shit, right? It's all up to them on how they want to see you, right? So, social anxiety has a lot to do with the way that people choose to see other people. And it's really an opportunity for us to be judged, it's an opportunity for us to be vulnerable, right? We're not just sitting in our home, we're not sitting in our room, those are like safe places. But when you're out in public, when you are out in the world, other people are going to be out there, right? And other people immediately, right? We judge people immediately when we see them, right? It's literally human instinct. We cannot rewrite human evolution, right? When you see someone, you immediately judge them. Are they dangerous? Are they going to hurt me? Are they friendly? Are they nice? Are they kind? Are they joyful? All that is happens, happens very quickly right so that is a judgment piece and then from there we start to actually mold our perception around this person and we start to assess basically what we're looking at and what we're taking in so i started to think more about social anxiety and i started to think about how when we walk into a social setting most of the time the people in that setting you do not know very well and they do not know you very well whether this is like a bar or a restaurant you think about the last time you went to a bar how many people in that bar do you know, percentage-wise? I'd say maybe say say you knew twenty-five percent, right? You knew one out of every four people. So that means seventy-five percent of the other people in that bar, maybe they know you through social media, maybe they know you through a weak tie of a connection, maybe through a sports team, maybe through education, maybe your your high school, right? But you don't really know them that well to say, yeah, like I know that person really well, like I would have a good conversation with that person. It's just really a very weak tie. That can still allow for judgment, right? It can still allow to say, "Ooh, I like that person." Ooh, I don't like that person. So, the majority of the time, when we are in these these social settings, we do not know the majority of the people. Now, I want you guys to think about this for a second. All right, here's where the actual experiment came into play. I was going through a uh, the leadership program that I've, I've mentioned multiple times, and one of the things that they were talking in this in this module was how We get so anxious and so worked up about thinking of what other people are thinking of us. What do they think of me, right? And then that ends up stressing us out. So I said, well, who are the people in my life who probably think the most about me, right? Like out of anybody I could think of, who thinks the most about you? Well, I said, probably my parents or my siblings or my best friends. So I decided to call my parents and my sister. Well, I had an idea in my head of what I was going to ask him, how I was going to ask it, and the answer that I think I was going to get back. And it was almost exactly what I thought it was for my parents. Now, my sister's answer was way different than I thought it was going to be. And you guys will get a kick out of this. So I asked my, my mom, I said, Mom, I want you to go. Are you near dad right now? She said, Yes. I said, Go into another room. Go outside. I need to ask you both the same question. I cannot hear what, and you guys cannot hear what your answers are. She's like, all right. So she runs outside onto the front porch. She's like, all right, what's the question? I said, what percentage of your thoughts revolve around me? Now, let's think about that for a second. What percentage of your thoughts revolve around me? Now, let's keep in mind here. This is my mother. This is the woman who birthed me. All right, if there is any other person closer to me in my life, I don't really know who that is. <laughs> All right, so let's 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 think about that for a second. This is probably the closest person personally to me, right? Like a young man and his mom, like that is a relationship like no other. So, she she starts thinking, she's like, "What percentage of my thoughts revolve around you?" She's like, "Well, you are my son." And I'm like, "Good, good, I am. That's correct." I said, "So, how much of your thoughts are taken up by me. She was silent. She was thinking. She goes, Deej, this is going to sound kind of bad. I go, no, it's not. I go, I'm already kind of preparing myself for this answer. She said, I would say about like 12%. I'm on the other end of the line, like 12%. How the F did she get to 12%? Like, did she just go through her whole day And just be like, oh, those 12 thoughts are about DJ or like, I was like, all right, 12%. That's, that's fairly specific. Mom. I was like, you sure it's 12. And she's like, yeah, she's like, I really don't like, she's going to, she says again, this is going to sound bad. I really don't think about you a ton because I trust you. I believe you're kind of like creating your own path. And I'm like, no, mom, like, don't try to defend yourself. I'm like, that is kind of exactly what I was thinking. I said, when I was going into this, my prediction was that you and dad were both going to say around 10%. And she's like, okay. She's like, all right, I feel better. And, and I was like, great. I said, can you hand the phone to dad? So I, so I started talking to my father. I said, I said, dad, what percentage of your thoughts revolve around me? Almost snap called. He goes, I would say about 10, 10%. And I was like, boom. I'm like, there it is. The two people who, who literally created me think about me about 10% of the time. And that's because I'm their child. I said, awesome. Thank you guys so much for that experiment. That proved my point. And that was exactly what I wanted to hear. So I called up my sister, Deandra. Now, for those of you know, Deandra, Deandra is the smartest, the toughest Ligori that we've ever known. And she will give you the information about you that you do not want to hear. She's truth serum. So I called up Deandra. I said, "Deandra, I got a really cool question for you. She said, hit me. I'm ready. I said, what percentage of your thoughts revolve around me? silence on the other end. I could tell DeAndra's mind was going. And when this mind goes, it goes. She goes, Deej, I don't know how to say this to you without hurting you, but I would say less than 1%. (laughs) I was like, wait, less than 1% of your thoughts are are revolved around your brother. And keep in mind, me and my sister DeAndra are like best friends. We're very close. We we are like as, as close to best friends as you could possibly be. I trust her a ton. She trusts me a ton. We're, we're the we're the shit together, and she's like, I got yeah. She's like, I knew you'd get a good kick out of that. but she's like, I'd probably say about less than one percent. So let's take a step back here, and realize that the three people that are probably closest to me in my life, right, your family, has ten percent of their thoughts towards you, and less than one percent of their thoughts towards you. So I didn't even decide to ask my my friends because from like a, an intimate standpoint, you could say your family is not as intimate with you as your, as your friends could be. Like at least not personally like with my friends, like my guy friends, like we're, we're buddies or like we're bros and brothers and stuff like that, you could say whatever, but like me and my sister have a much different relationship than like me and like my roommates, right? So I didn't even want to ask them because if my sister thinks about me less than 1%, it's like they probably don't even think about me at all and I'm their best friend. So why do we think that when we walk into a bar, and the majority of people in this bar do not know us, they don't know us as well as your mom does, they don't know you as well as your dad does, your sister, or your best friend, why do we think that they're thinking about us? Because they're probably not. And if they are, it was an initial, all right. There's this person. Oh, this person's attractive. Oh, this person's not. Oh, I think I might know this person from this, from that, from Instagram, from TikTok, right? It's an initial, it's that judgment call, right? It's that judgment kind of trigger. There's that person. We cre- There's a perception created. And then that's probably it, right? Depending upon the uh, the level of that relationship is really where I think the, the level of, the attention that's a given. And like I said, the majority of the people in this public setting don't know you, right? So why are we getting so stressed about, oh, what are they thinking about me? Do they like me? Do they not? A great line to think about and and to always have in your mind when you walk into these public settings, are you that arrogant to think that that many people are actually focusing on you? I'll give you a nice reality check. They're not. They're not focusing on me. They're not focusing on your girlfriend. They're not focusing on your best friends. They're not focusing on your boyfriend. They're not focusing on your buddies behind you, in front of you, nothing. We have to realize that we all have our own life. And we're all trying to kind of get our own, right? We're trying to make progress with our own life. All right, so my attention does not go to other people all the time. Yeah, I might occasionally drift to something if there's an entertainment or somebody makes a shock and awe yeah, your attention might slip out a little bit, but then it comes right back to me, right? We're all trying to create our own life, just like the podcast last time, right? Our goal is to try to create our life, to try to really build ourselves into the person that we want to be. So try that experiment with your family, with your friends, with your siblings. See what percentage of their thoughts revolve around you and then see how you feel the next time you walk into a social setting And ask yourself, am I really that arrogant to think that this many people are focused on me and directing their attention towards me and actually thinking about me? It can almost bring up the idea that social anxiety is really a self-created idea. Because some people really struggle with it, and other people aren't even aware of it. So try out that experiment see if it helps you with your social anxiety because i've heard so many people talk about oh my anxiety kicks in social situations well is it because we're focusing on what other people think about us i'm thinking it is because i know i've done that before once i did this experiment it really kind of shifted my perception on it so give it a shot let me know if, it, if you if it helped you can. Uh, reach out to me on, I don't know, you can send me an email, djlagori at gmail.com. You can reach out to me on Instagram, djlagori. you could reach out to me anywhere. All right, anywhere you can find a connection with because I'm curious if this actually works. I'm curious if if this helped you because it's helped me a ton. And And share this with your friends who struggle with social anxiety. So many people do. Give them an opportunity to, to find a little bit of relief in trying this experiment, shifting their mindset when it comes to a social situation, and maybe they can have a little bit more fun in their life. All right, guys, thank you very much for tuning in. Episode number 50. We'll talk to you guys soon. See ya.